0: vampires are they too sexy i'm cameron mcfarland for opinions are cheap and tonight we sit down with local closeted vampire chad waller to discuss what it means to prick young boys in the night chad thank you for joining us bad way
1: to word that why did you do that
0: thanks for joining us chad
1: yeah i I want to suck your blood yay Woo! rp corner (laughs) (laughs) how are you doing today I'm doing okay. Uh, we talked about the sad things in my life like 10 minutes ago, so we don't have to talk about those anymore. We can talk about the happy things, like, like vampires, apparently.
0: Yeah, I wanted to talk—I think this was a joke when we were talking about show ideas, but I mm-hmm. threw out the word vampires. And you said yes, and then I got really excited, so I started writing about vampires. Vampires are cool. They can be. I think a lot of times they aren't, and I think that's what kind of frustrates me.
1: It's interesting because um, you go back to like the original Dracula that kind of helped start it all at least as well. Based like off book. of yeah, the book based off of Vlad the Impaler and all that shit, and like the original Dracula is a pretty weird ass vampire. Like he can walk around in the daylight; he doesn't die. He, he, I believe he can burst into or he can turn into I think a singular bat, not like a horde of them.
0: Well, he can shapeshift in a lot of ways. Like I think he turns into a dog and I think he turns into a snake or something. Yeah, he turns into
1: a dog. Um,
0: or even smoke. I think he just like escapes through a window and it's like, "Well, we can't catch him."
1: But like the the whole thing like like he can hypnotize people because I know he um he he fucks with a Mina Harper like that and she's, you know, turning into a vampire cuz it's not like an instantaneous thing. He's got to like feed on her like multiple times. Um, and I don't even know if she's going to turn into a vampire or if she's just going to die. Uh, but that that seductive aspect uh, at least that's been around for a really long time so when people shit on like twilight for ruining vampires because it's a romance it's like well the the even old dracula was was maybe trying to fuck a chick
0: well i think i think that's a core part of the vampire thing like mm-hmm. if i if i think of the word vampire and how i would want to write a vampire story it has to be on some level a romance
1: yeah, because, like, you look at, um like, Van Helsing, and, like, I don't know, like, the vampire is cool in that, like, it's, you know, but then it's it turns into werewolf first va- vampire at the end, which I think saves it. I don't know, like, like, the new Underworld movies don't really have a romance aspect to them, but the first two did. But I don't know if those are good examples of vampire, because no one really likes those movies.
0: Well no, I think with those it's not a story about vampires, it's a story about vampires fighting werewolves, right? Yes. Like the I think they get a pass because they have something going on. Sure. When I think about um like well even this early bad Dracula movie, uh what was it called like I Dracula or Dracula Untold or something.
1: Yeah, the new monster one that came out a couple years ago. It
0: it was bad. But at the same time, it's like the whole reason that he became a vampire was to save his beloved. Sure. You know, like, even though it maybe wasn't actually that romantic, the the theme was there. And I think right. that was one of the few redeeming parts of it.
1: Hmm. It's an interesting thing because, like, there's a lot of monsters out there that people know about. That, that, that vampires have that romance aspect to them. And, like, that's okay. I don't know. It, I never really thought about it. But you watch, like, if you go to, like, the sea werewolves or, like, uh, a swamp monster or something, you're, you're generally in for, um, you know, an action movie or or a, a gory horror movie as people get ripped apart or whatever. Or a thriller or something. But, like, yeah, if you go uh, Did you see Shape of Water? I have not. I, none of my theaters got it because I live in a tiny fuck all place in Wisconsin.
0: Because she likes fish sticks.
1: Uh, she's Kanye West.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yay South Park. Um, I don't I kinda lost my train of thought. Oh, just like No, nope, still gone.
0: <laughs> you're you're talking about other monster movies are about like action.
1: Yeah, but like like, like the vampire movie generally it's more of a you know, gothic horror kind of thing. Um with maybe the exception of Daybreakers. But that was a very weird vampire movie.
0: I got a question. Should vampires inherently look scary, or should they look um, unassuming?
1: I like the unassuming thing. Maybe like a little off, like, you know, you got like the pale skin or whatever, like kind of like the red ringed eyes. You know, just like, the, oh, that dude looks fucking tired. Um, there's something kind of creepy about him, but I don't like, I don't think they should look scary. I like
0: how Nosferatu looks, where he's a monster. But I feel like that really limits the amount of storytelling you can do. And when you have something like Count Dracula, it's like this this weird count that lives in a castle and he just stays inside all day. It's like, well, that's kind of weird and spooky. And it kind of it's fun to discover that there's something actually dark going on.
1: Right. And then because it's his castle, it's like you're you're stuck inside his maze because, you know, there's maybe hidden passages and it's huge. And he knows where you are the whole time because it's his fucking house. So it's it's definitely a different kind of horror. Um, it is. Which I think is what maybe makes it so fascinating. I mean vampire's been around for a real long time. You know, oh yeah. Even last year we got a fucking vampire movie or the year before. I mean, it's not going away.
0: I like um I just uh yesterday I googled how to become a count of legally. Oh yeah? I think well this is this is the sentence that I typed into Google. How to legally become a count. And it auto-corrected to how to legally become country music star. Hmm. And I didn't think there was a legal process to become a country music star.
1: There might be, though, because, you know, it's country music. Like, you but legally you just, have it, to sing about the United States.
0: But don't you have to become a successful musician on some level, and then the rest kind of takes care of itself?
1: You know, I've, I've listened to country music. My coworkers like country music. I don't think that's true. You don't have there's, to be a successful musician.
0: There's one song talented. you might like. I, there's one country music song I like. Hmm. Um, uh, I think it's called "All Right" by Mine by the Possum Posse.
1: Okay, that's a really cool name for a country band. I I, I, I,
0: I think you might like this band. It might be the only country music you can you can
1: like tolerate. Possum Posse. Okay, I spelt pussy because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jomo the pos and the Possum Posse. I'm guessing that's it.
0: Probably. And the song is
1: All Right by Mine. So is this like a bluegrass thing, or is it actual?
0: Uh, You know what? I I have trouble identifying bluegrass. I want to call this, like, country, but it's fun, so I like it.
1: Because to me, like, like bluegrass is like the the metal of country music.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I have no objections to, to really solid bluegrass.
1: Well, this is a fun little song so far. It's cute. I don't know if I should be listening to this while we're doing this, but.
0: That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> no, one, no one listening cares. Probably not. It's just, it's a fun song about an ugly lady. Um.
1: Oh, man, she's got blue teeth and there's only two of them. I feel yeah, bad for they, her.
0: The lyrics are good. It's a it's a cute song.
1: I like like the there's like three acoustics going on right now. There's like there's some nice layers. It's a,
0: they're a good band. They understand sound and like how to put a song together, and they have fun with it. And I think that's important. And
1: see, so, yeah, I feel like this is what country music should be is is fun. Um, you know, a couple of people playing acoustic guitars just fucking around or whatever. And God, the stuff that I hear on the I radio every day is when just you're trying
0: too bad. hard to work in your 13th song about trucking, it's like, okay, you're you're kind of pandering to your audience. Yeah. And it's the same reason I don't like pop music, where it's like every single song about going to a dance club, it's like just erase all of those from existence and society won't miss out on anything.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a song that gets played a lot called Hunting, Fishing, and Loving Every Day. It's, and it's about... Hunting. It's about fishing, and sometimes he mentions God, and sometimes he mentions his truck, and it's like I can't tell if it's a joke or not because it, <laughs> it is like the the most tropey, stereotypical country song. And there's like, there's no way this fuckface in good faith wrote these lyrics, and it's like, this is good music. So he's either trolling his fans who don't get it because they're stupid because they like country music, or he's an asshole, or maybe some third thing. But I don't like him at all.
0: There's a guy at work, um, he's a he's a dirty millennial and we all hate him and he hates country music and his boss loves country music and one day they were in an argument and the millennial guy was trying to prove a point that country music is bad so he started singing country music like kind of making fun of how generic the lyrics are mm-hmm. and I said, hey man, you're a really good singer. You're like the best country music star I've ever heard. And he got all mad, and so I printed up an award and put it up on the wall that he was, like, the top country music singer of 2016. And, like, that's still up on the wall. That's
1: fucking awesome.
0: He's not allowed to take it down because I'm his boss, so.
1: (laughs) That's fucking amazing. Yeah, the, the, the people who listen to country will come up to my office, and I'm, like, blaring death metal, and they'd look at me like, I have something wrong.
0: So, I'm, I'm either blaring a uh, song, the Hedgehog music, or like Japanese pop.
1: I like ja- I like Japanese pop too. I, I I have enough shame where I won't listen to that kind of stuff at work.
0: I like Chinese vampires.
1: Oh yeah, they they like hop around. They got their hands stuck out like they got rigor mortis.
0: Yeah, they hop around, and also, um, if you drop a bunch of rice, they have to stop and pick up each one individually. That seems like a flaw. There's, it's a, it's a weird, um, this doesn't come up a lot, but a core element of what is a vampire is an overwhelming OCD. Hmm. And this comes up a lot in, uh, folktales and spooks and stuff. Like for Dracula, um, you want to untie your shoes and throw your shoes at him and he has to stop and tie the shoes before he can chase you.
1: I don't remember that being in Dracula.
0: That's important. Um, But with leprechauns, don't bother untying them. Just throw the shoes, and he has to stop and polish them. But he doesn't care about the strings. So Hmm. don't waste your time untying them. Just kick your shoes off and run.
1: I'm kind of tempted to Google do leprechauns like shoes, because that sounds really random. That was in the movie Leprechaun. Leprechaun is a really weird word. It's a good
0: movie, though. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's, um... It was weird. They they wanted to make a kid's movie and at some point decided to kind of like ramp it up to more PG-13. Hmm. So what was funny was. Excuse me. They they pretty much filmed the movie and they got a sponsorship deal with Lucky Charms where there's a scene in the movie where he's looking for the kid or whatever. And he goes in the kitchen and he opens the cabinet and there's a box of Lucky Charms. So he's like, oh, what's this? And he's like eating the whole box. He's like, oh, these are good. And it's a funny gag. But. They screened the movie for the Lucky Charms executives, and they said, this movie's horrible. It's not for kids. We're pulling the advertising deal. So the studio had to go back and reshoot that scene with a different box because they weren't allowed to use Lucky Charms. Mm -hmm. So they made up, like, leprechaun-os or something stupid. (laughs) And it was like, so you still get the joke, but it was a a huge pain for them to kind of, like, have to do that just because of the stupid... So they threw in an extra scene where um, there's a point where they catch the leprechaun in a hole and they, they threw in an extra shot where the kid looks down into the hole and he's looking right in the camera and he like gives the finger to the camera and says, hey, up yours Lucky Charms. And that was to the executives. Holy shit. That's great. It's funny.
1: So according to Wikipedia, leprechauns are solitary creatures who spend their time making and mending shoes. So you were you were not wrong. You were not you were not fucking with me, sir.
0: Yeah. And the same thing with Dracula's and shoestrings.
1: I've I've seriously never heard Dracula shoestrings. Okay, that's probably gonna like send me some goth website. Yep, here's and images s- for dark shoes with with weird strings. <laughs> <laughs> Did not help me at all. Um,
0: um Dracula but it's kinda like how <laughs> like how they have to ask you have to give them permission to enter a house.
1: Yeah, that I've always thought that was a really cool idea. And it's also really that's like a that.
0: rule that I've applied to my own life.
1: You don't let vampires in. No, you don't enter I houses only. Unless you're I invited. only
0: enter homes if I'm invited in. Sure. And what's funny is I've I've told that to friends, and it, this has happened to Richard more than once. He'll he'll laugh about it. I told him that that straight up. I use vampire rules. I'm not going to enter your house unless you invite me in. And so, like, that means I don't, like, sneak into his house. Mm -hmm. But sometimes he'll text me. He's like, hey, dude, you should come over. So I'll sneak into his house. And, like, I'll just, like, you know, he's asleep because he took a nap. So I'm just, like, sitting in his chair playing, like, Nintendo or something. And he just wakes up and I'm there and it startles him. And he's like, what what are you doing here? And it's like, you invited me in. (laughs) It's vampire rules. You can't kick me out.
1: You're a silly fucker. In in a way, I, I find endearing.
0: I only have, like, two friends.
1: (laughs) So, okay, the the thing about the enter the house thing, which is cool, is that, like, even if you know you got a vampire stalking you, it's like, okay, they can't enter your house, you have, like, a safe zone, but eventually you have to leave your house. But eventually the sun comes up. That's true. It kind of depends on vampire rules, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, because, I mean, you could just, like, stay the whole night, and it's like, ah, I guess you're uh, that sun's up, you gotta go back to your hole, and I can go grocery shopping. Because there's other,
0: there's other vampire stories where vampires will like sneak into someone's house and drink their blood in their sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like they didn't get invited in, so you know that's that's not a constant. No, none of these fantasy roles are ever constant.
1: No, and then, like you know, I think about like the the vampire stuff I've read, like like the 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 comic book Redneck, which is an ongoing by Donnie Cates. I'm pretty sure that's not in there. But then they they you know, sun is sunlight is bad. So, you know, there's the it is interesting like what what they'll keep and what they'll get rid of kinda based on the story. Have you um have you ever seen True Blood? No. So True Blood is a really fucking trashy show. Based off a really trashy set of novels.
0: Um, we've had to deal with True Blood like every single comic con because they always sponsor the blood drive. Oh yeah. And so I always get True Blood comic books for free and a uh, True Blood uh thing bite um band-aids for your neck.
1: And that's like some hey, the same thing as last year. Um, I really like True Blood though. I, I was watching it. The-, the last season is horrible, but the the one before that's really good. And it's such it's so stupid, but it 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 takes like all of the fun vampire and werewolf and and just mythology things. And it's just like, let's just throw them together and fuck it.
0: I want to write my own show called lies blood. Ah, and it'll be better.
1: There you go. But I'm pretty sure true blood. They had the, uh, yeah, they had the, you can't, you have to be invited in, but you only have to be invited in once. So then they can always come in. So it's not Mm -hmm. like every time. And then if you like resend the invitation, then they, they leave. Like they basically get like forced out by some like magic thing, which I always thought was kind of weird.
0: See, I like when it's a compulsion, like going back to the shoestring thing,
1: yeah, this wasn't a compulsion. Um, this was more like magic instead of like i yeah, and it's like I, I
0: almost I almost don't like the magic parts of vampires as much as the the weird, monstrous part mm-hmm. like when they if they turn into like a cloud of bats and just fly away, I almost don't care.
1: It's a little too weird. Like, it's like it's like goofy, cartoony.
0: It can be. Sometimes it's handled well, but I feel like it tends to be a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when Bugs Bunny is fighting a vampire, and so he turns into, like, a small bat, and Bugs is like, oh no, a fly, and, like, hits him with a fly swatter. It's like, okay, that's this works really well. Yes. But because it's a goofy cartoon.
1: Yeah, if it's something trying to be taken seriously, um, not so much. Have you have you seen Daybreakers? No. Okay, so Daybreakers is a cool movie. I think it came out in like, fucking 2010, because I'm ancient. Um, where it's, like, vampires basically rule the world. Uh, and so a lot of it's, like, this weird world-building, like, how do vampires live in a society where, you know, half the time there's the sun out, and they have to deal with that. Um, so they have, like, cars with, like, these shutters around it, and then just cameras all over the place, so they drive by looking at, like, computer screens. Um... But then eventually there's like a shortage of blood because there's only so many humans around and then they're like being farmed like cattle. And so it's like what happens when a vampire runs out of blood? And that's when he turns into like these fucked up bat monsters and they start killing each other. And so it's like a, the movie's about like scarcity of resources and then you have like this small human contingent that are like hiding and trying to survive. But it's almost like the least interesting thing where it's you go back to the vampires trying to like figure out what the fuck they're going to do because they they don't have enough food and it's turning them into homicidal maniacs. It's a pretty cool movie. That's cool. But I thought the... I, um,
0: I think the concept is neat because it's a new idea.
1: Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of... Um, I I, it's been absolute ages since I've seen it. You know? 2009... Jeez, I was wrong. It's older than I thought. Oh man, the, it takes place in 2019. That's <laughs> silly.
0: There's so many movies now that are uh they're catching up to their future scape a little faster than they realize they would. Yeah. I I mean, I if I were to write a sci-fi movie right now, I don't know why I wouldn't say it takes place in the year 28 something. Like, there's no point to say, in the far-off year of ten years from now... Right? Is it, wh- why? Do that to yourself.
1: Oh, here's the thing. Vampires drink animal blood to survive. Yay or nay?
0: I think... um, I think it's a good thing to allow that for two reasons. I think it helps uh, hide their identity, because... If uh, if people were disappearing regularly, then they would kind of investigate it a little more. So the idea that they can survive off of something else, so they don't bother people all that often, helps explain how they can get by. You know, never uh, getting caught. Sure. What was my other point? Um, I think it also helps give vampires. Uh, I I don't I don't want to say like a A moral scope but the fact that they're making a decision to either attack a human being or not kind of gives them a a certain amount of humanity where you can maybe relate to where they're coming from and like they're tempted to do x uh but they're choosing not to or they're succumbing to the temptation and i feel like that adds a little bit of depth to character depending on how it's handled
1: yeah i mean i guess it depends on it largely depends on how it's handled. I was also looking at Daybreakers, and apparently, like the main vampire only drinks animal blood. And it's like, if you can drink animal blood, and there's like a scarcity of blood, why doesn't all the vampires just fucking drink animal blood? Then they don't turn into crazy monsters and kill each other. Like that well, actively like, makes kind of their a plot hole. Now,
0: <laughs> I mean, there's no way it tastes the same, right? It's like, what if, uh, what if we we only had like five cows left, but everyone could survive off of soylent? People still aren't gonna want soylent.
1: Right, I don't. It was, it was weirdly handled in Twilight because it's like, well, these are the good vampires; they only eat animals. And these are all the bad vampires; and they eat people and they kill a lot of people, but no one notices. And it's like maybe they should both be doing a little bit of both. And then True Blood was so, cool because the like, humans like made this, like basically like a soda, like a blood substitute drink, and so the vampires would just drink True Blood. And so they won't have to kill people. And so that's like how they're integrated into society. It's like, oh, well, they're not they're not the hunters anymore, they can just, you know, drink drink this soda. Um But of course they still want to drink human blood because it tastes better, and there's like a sexual aspect, and there's a lot of fucking in that show.
0: What about do, do you think um do you think one bite should be enough to convert someone?
1: Hmm. It, it it's it's interesting because like it really depends. Sometimes it's one bite. Sometimes it's you have to like swap blood, so you drink theirs and you make them drink yours. And sometimes you got to drink it a bunch.
0: You know, th- maybe this is a better question. Uh, should should a vampire basically be a zombie, or should they kind of just be a a different kind of thing?
1: I think it should be a different kind of thing
0: because I think often it's treated as this sort of undead kind of monster. But it doesn't seem to abide by any other undead rules besides like the generic um like the uh you know holy light will hurt them but or a cross or something. But right. aside from that, it's like they don't seem undead.
1: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things too where if it, when the romance thing hits in, like you don't want to fuck a corpse or a zombie. Like the vampire is like the sexy thing, so it's it, it's not the undead doesn't really work in that regard either. I think they should be immortal. Yeah, I like that.
0: But yeah, I don't think they should be undead.
1: Um, I also, I also kind of like there to be more than just the bite. I think, I think the the idea of there being some agency, some like thought behind, like you can't just like fuck up and turn someone. You have to actively choose to do it. Is to me a little more interesting. But it really kind of depends on the story. Like red in the in the comic book redneck that I mentioned a bit ago. Um, I'm pretty sure that's just a bite, because, like, there's a a plot where, where, like, the new vampire goes to eat some humans, and he ends up turning, like, a shitload of them into vampires on, you know, by mistake. Which means he was probably just biting them and and thought they were dead, and then they weren't.
0: Did you like that Billy and Mandy Christmas special with the, the vampires? Um,
1: man, I don't remember much about that one. That was a
0: good one. Um, Santa got bit by a vampire. Mm. So they went out to like to save him by slaying the vampire that bit him.
1: I remember I remember watching a couple of those with Dracula in it, and there was one where they drove um a Jawa Sandcrawler.
0: <laughs> I love how they used Blackula in that as a recurring character.
1: And um I remember there was like a, a sp- song like they drove like an angry woman.
0: Yeah, that was. They kept doing that weird like country music trope yeah. thing, and it was just every single thing was like an angry woman. Like they walked it, through the desert like an angry woman.
1: Yeah, it was fucking hysterical. God, that, that was show a good was episode. Great. That was smart. Oh, I love it. I want to buy that on. I, I don't think I can find that one on DVD. I really want to have that. Not one. Not
0: yet. I mean, you have to wait for the next wave of nostalgia stuff. Like I, I got Rocco's Modern Life, like the complete series on DVD. Nice. So like. What ten years from now, Billy and Mandy complete series on DVD will come out?
1: I don't want to wait that long. I'm a fucking impatient millennial. No, tough. I know. I'm eyeing the first four seasons of Fairly Odd Parents right now. Why? Wow. They're on Amazon for like 15 bucks.
0: That's the that show is still going. It's been canceled like 15 times. I
1: don't want all the I want the first four because that's where it and ends on still the Channel, going. Chasers. Did Channel you see Chasers. the character was great. they added? Yeah, they're all horrible.
0: The um. I don't, I think it's a good idea if you have to add a character, but it's still stupid.
1: I mean, My Little Pony pulled it off with Starlight Glimmer. Not to rehash the last handful of episodes of this podcast. <laughs> we, we haven't even
0: made it 30 minutes, and you, you brought up My Little Pony.
1: I'm sorry. I've been watching oh, no, the, it's just, the Equestria Girls shorts on YouTube because I have problems. Also, I'm going to need to mix another drink soon.
0: Okay, I've been um,
1: drinking um uh what you call a poor man's Cosmo. It's vodka and cranberry juice because well, if you want a,
0: if you want a poor man's Cosmo, buy Fairly Odd Parents on DVD.
1: Oh, that was a good joke. Thank you. You do do you, do you not like the first couple seasons of that one? I used
0: to, but I feel like it overstayed its welcome.
1: It did, but that's why you buy like, the seasons you want. Like I have the first three of SpongeBob, and I don't need. But anymore. they're not.
0: No, Spongebob's fine. With Fairly Odd Parents, I've actually watched some of the older ones that I liked, and it's like, man, you know, the sense of humor has been so overused now that I don't actually find it funny anymore.
1: Oh, that's a bummer. I still want to do it, though, just to have it. Um, I like to own things.
0: I got a question. Do you like Castlevania? Yes. Did you watch that Netflix one? Did not. So, oh well, shoot, I want to talk about it. It's not good. Um, it's it's very short and it ends abruptly like I think it's four episodes and when the fourth episode ends it's literally like it started playing Fuller House on my queue and I was like Isn't what's it going like, on
1: it was a movie but then they just chopped it into four episodes so they could call it a TV series like,
0: you can bench it no I think it's the first third of a season and they decided to just sort of launch like this chunk of episodes as a pilot test Oh, and, like sure. okay people responded well the next part will be twice as long um um they don't really resolve much but the first episode is very cool um what they do is dracula is in this castle where he lives and yep. he's he's keeping to himself like he's he's not hassling anybody he just sincerely doesn't care uh he's cut off from the world he's he's tired he hates everybody but he has himself, and that's all.
1: He sounds like he needs a friend.
0: So this lady shows up, and she's looking for. Um, I I forget why she shows up. Either it's raining outside and she just wants to cover, or she's asking for for help or something. And so she shows up, and they have this back and forth where he's he's kind of um, aggressive towards her in the same way like you would see in Beauty and the Beast. Okay but she kind of doesn't care how tough he is because she's like standing her own. And at some point, um, like he asks her like why she, why she bothers with life. And she says to help other people and she wants to become a doctor. And he's kind of impressed that a woman wants to study science. So (laughs) he, he takes her to his laboratory and he has all these like, you know, uh, science equipment and she gets all excited. And, and he's like, uh, I'm not using this stuff. If you want to, you can. And so she decides to become a doctor, and she's, like, studying and reading from his library and, and taking advantage of all the stuff that he has just lying around. Um, And eventually he kind of falls for her. This and
1: is not how I thought this was going to go at all when you said there's a Castlevania show.
0: No. Um, And it's like she keeps... She knows that there's something weird and wrong about him, and she makes a comment about all the impaled skeletons outside and how maybe he should clean those up huh uh it's yeah it's I mean the artwork is really cool, the visuals and everything
1: I feel like if there's like oh she notices there's something weird about this guy uh impaled skeletons kind of goes too far into like slapstick comedy
0: it's it's scary looking like this is a very mature like it gets violent um but Basically, the the more time they spend together, he keeps asking her why she wants to help people because in his experience, people are awful. And she keeps asking him why he refuses to let people into his life. And there's this like give and take a bit. And based on her advice, he decides to walk the world as a man would so he doesn't fly around or whatever. Just like go for a walk and just go out and see the world. So he disappears for a year and comes back, and the townspeople are burning her for being a witch um because she has science magic and that's witchcraft, and she's a woman, and she can't do math, so they're burning her at the stake and um like he he shows up, and her house is burned down, so he's he like completely infuriated like he gave humanity a chance and then this is how they repay him pretty much and so he's like you know he, he like grabs somebody he's like where is she he's like "You know, like like well they took the witch to the town square so he goes there and like in the in the fire that just killed her his face appears and he tells everybody hey what the what are you doing come on you guys come on what's what's up with that um and he says like hey hey you know she just wanted to help you and you're all mean So, uh, in three days, everyone in this town's gonna die, so leave now, or everyone's gonna die.
1: Why wouldn't he just kill them all then?
0: I think he still wants to... be fair.
1: I don't like that, I feel like he just got fucked real hard, he should, uh, do the revenge thing thing now. Like, he's the sympathetic dude here.
0: He's being very sympathetic. Nobody leaves... And then an army of Castlevania demons show up and, like, rip people in half and organs are thrown in the streets. And and it's like, oh, no, no. And wh- what's interesting is that he's pretty much introduced as this villainous, scary character. And you get this glimmer of humanity. And then immediately it's like, okay, nope, that was a mistake. I'm going to be a bad guy. And it's kind of fun. And there's, that's that's, like, only in the first episode. And then you don't see any more of him. That's a bummer. So I'm looking forward to this next season because I want to see it, more of the good stuff.
1: See, I'm, look, I'm thinking about this and it's like, well, it's cathartic to watch all of the bad people die. I feel like it's a more interesting story if you focus on Dracula trying to come to terms with the horrors that just happened versus the optimism he had a glimpse of. And if there's a way to, you know, get that back. Like if he's the main character and he's dealing with this tragedy because he came to, you know, like this person. He hasn't done that in a long time because he's fucking Dracula. Like having this be a very character focused thing versus Simon Belmont's got to show up with his whip and he's going to kill all the Dracula demons. I mean, I haven't seen it, but, you know, to me like there's uh, I think a, a way more interesting route for this to go as far as the story is.
0: Yeah. And I don't think they completely go that way, but they sort of do. And that's sort of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think Dracula is a cool bad guy in the first few games. Um, I, I love when like Simon shows up and he says, die monster, you don't belong in this world. And it's a fun back and forth because he's clearly evil, but he's also like articulate.
1: I mean, he's like sapient, right? He's like, there's clearly something there. He's not just like a, a a zombie or a fucked up monster kind of thing. Like he can think and he can feel.
0: Yeah. And he's choosing to do evil things and that kind of makes him a fun villain. Because it's not, like, just this naturally occurring uh, beast that we don't understand. It's like, wait, he knows he's doing wrong stuff. He doesn't care. Right. And so you just whip him. Ha-cha! Ha-cha!
1: So, that leads me into a point I wanted to bring up when... This this is a big thing in True Blood, but I've seen it in a bunch of other vampire things where... Every vampire started off as a human. They turn into a vampire, and all of a sudden, humans are different. And it, so... It, it becomes this weird kind of thing where, like, like all those humans are doing this. And, like, they're... At least, like, in True they're too quick to throw away their humanity. Like, you'd think they'd wake up the next day and be like, Oh, I just crawled out of a grave, and now I need to drink blood to survive. But I still like all the things I liked yesterday. You know, maybe it's going shopping or, or going to a bar and dancing or something like that. Like... Like their personality hasn't changed; it's just a couple of biological functions have. But now they're like now it's us versus them. That I never, I never understood that.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I, to a point, because those are very relatable characters. Maybe they should handle that better. But I, I can kind of picture if I mean if your chemistry literally changes in your body like your your brain's not going to process things the same way like you're just not going to crave you know shopping because you're not going to get the same kind of dopamine from the cash register sound you know
1: i guess a fair point i never really thought about that
0: that. i mean they have to do something to articulate that
1: right and that's the thing like they don't they didn't they never did that like i can't remember the character's name but at one point she She gets turned into a vampire. I can't remember if she died and they brought her back that way to keep her around or if someone actually, like, turned her for other reasons, but... It's like, the next day she's like, well, I'm a vampire now and you guys are humans. And it's like... It's not even been 24 hours.
0: I like how the vampires work in Warcraft.
1: There are vampires Um, in Warcraft?
0: Specifically the Death Knights. Oh, okay. Uh, Because they're a little different. Um... Like, they're, they're literally undead that are raised as, like, loyal soldiers, but they kind of retain their free will. And it's it's interesting because they just, they, they do a very good job of explaining in the whole, like, tutorial when you make a new Death Knight, what your character wants and how your character views things. Because uh, you, you get your orders from the, the Lich King and all blah, 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 blah. But they do so much to show that it's not a big deal for you sure because like you get a quest to go like kill innocent people and you just you go into the town and like there's people like standing frozen in fear and they're pleading for their lives and you just kill them without consequence you know and it's it's interesting cuz there's a point where your character kind of regains some of their memories and they still have free will and they they start to realize what they're actually doing but at the same time in order to retain their sanity they have to succumb to certain urges. So it's like if, if a Death Knight doesn't actually inflict pain or kill things every now and again, they'll just sort of like lose their mind and eventually start killing things uh, haphazardly. Hmm. So there's just like difficult balance. And I mean, in the the Wrath of the Lich King expansion, the Death Knight story was about we got to stop the Lich King. Uh, we know how he works. Uh, we'll... We'll work to stop them. We can do it. We can stop them. We'll earn our freedom. So after the Lich King dies, it's like, okay, now what? And there's death knights that have to kind of figure out, like, do they still have a life? Like, should they just kill themselves? Should they go home and wash over their family? Should they never see their family again? Should they just go to the front lines of whatever battle's going on and hope that they die someday? Should they become generals and never die and be these immortal like warlords? It's like there's a lot of interesting questions that come out of their situation.
1: Yeah, that's like that's really good lore and world building. Um, Blizzard's good at that, though.
0: Sometimes, most of the time, I, I
1: like that a lot because it it poses a really interesting question about a character, and there's a lot of ways to take it. And you know, for those into role playing or writing fanfics or or just any of that kind of stuff, like. There's a fucking ton to do there. Like, that's cool. I feel like that's really compelling. Do you care if I go mix another drink real quick?
0: Uh, no, we'll pause right here. Okay. Okay, while Chad's gone, I'm going to read the results of our poll. I asked, what is your favorite vampire? The results are in, with a tie, one vote for Edward and one vote for Jack. So the best vampires are Edward and Jack.
1: Who's Jack?
0: I don't know. I don't know who Edward is. (laughs) <laughs> I just asked I this is the poll I put out to the opinions of cheap uh fan base, and that's the results I got. So thanks a lot. Go rotten hell. <laughs> so we were talking about Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um another game that has vampires in it I've been playing is Elder Scrolls Online. I, I think vampires are in like all Elder Scrolls, right? Probably. Um it works funny in an MMO setting though, because you can bite other players. So like the the rules are um like you can get bitten and it just hurts and it's not like contagious but there's also like this ceremonial like uh vampirism uh like curse ceremony ritual you can do so it's really funny because if you look into it like you have to buy it's a microtransaction thing to become a vampire or there's this very long, complicated quest in-game to do it. Or just have someone else bite you. So there's a lot of people that don't want to spend money or time. And they like, can someone bite me, please? Can someone just please bite me? I want to be a vampire. Can someone please bite me? And it takes all the fun and allure out of it. That's the bummer. But being a vampire is fun.
1: Sure. You can be there's a werewolf like a, that too, right? Yeah,
0: werewolves too. And it's like... A, the deeper you get into the vampirism, like you have these weaknesses that keep going up, but there's also these gains. Like you get better spells and you get different, um, different ways to mitigate the weaknesses and you visually look different. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's like my, my character, I'm trying to keep the vampirism a little low cause I'm not a high level yet. And so she has red eyes now, but otherwise you don't really realize that she looks like a vampire. And I got really haphazard about my, biting ability because it regains health back so it's like okay I'm trying to be a rogue I don't have a lot of health this will help mitigate mid fight at some point I got into like maximum vampirism and it's like she has like these like veins all over her body and she's extra pale and her eyes are practically glowing red and it's like oh shoot that's scary I have to like tone this down a bit and it's kind of a it's a fun progression to see
1: um I'm trying to think if we covered it like as I know there's, like, like vampires been on so fucking long that we've nowhere near covered all of them, but just, like, just popular stuff that we might have missed.
0: Um, I mean, I... At one one point I wrote down in my notes here, uh, like, we, we talked about the romance part and the scary part, mm-hmm. but there's also kind of a power fantasy part. Oh, for sure. And it's, um... It's complicated. Like, I I think what I like about vampires is that there's these different elements to it. Because it's like, who who doesn't want to be immortal on some level? And who doesn't want to just uh, hypnotize beautiful women to be around you on some level? Like, there's this, like, deep-rooted selfishness where it's like, yeah, this stuff is really evil. But man, wouldn't it be kind of neat just for a day?
1: I feel like... Like like stuff like Underworld really builds into that, where you don't get a lot of the, uh, the the negatives to being a vampire in those movies, but you get all of the positives.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's like, definitely. I, I think the negatives make the stories a lot more compelling. Oh,
1: for sure. But when you're watching that, it... you're you don't want that. You're like you're looking for the power fantasy.
0: Yeah. Cause
1: like, it could be fucked up till like, I live forever. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Not really.
0: Um, I was actually thinking about it. Like, someone was saying that if you if you were immortal, you'd have to hide that from society. And I was kind of thinking, like, you know what? I would um, I'd just like be really open with it. It's like I I would say, yeah, I'm a vampire, and people will laugh at me for about thirty years, and when they realize I'm not aging anymore, they'll stop laughing. But I also want to be like. Uh, some guy that people know of, like not super famous, but it's like I go to the grocery store and I'm buying tomatoes, and somebody's like, "Hey, you're that vampire, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." The and
1: thing it's is, the end though, of the conversation is like you're gonna get people like showing up at your hospital. Like, Can you please bite me? Like in the Elder Scrolls, thi- oh, Elder Scrolls thing, because <laughs> yeah. there's gonna be people and, like and- that who like I want this power fantasy. So you're be like, "No, no, it sucks." Like I'm like a thousand years old. All my friends from before are dead, and they're not coming back ever. And I'm still alive. Both of and my to... friends are dead. Yeah, both of them. And I got to deal with you. <laughs> I, I, there was this cute little uh,
0: like manga um, about a it, – it's it's one of those like really chibi, cutesy kind of short comics. Oh, sure. And there's one where there's like a vampire queen and she's very like melancholy looking. And uh, <laughs> there's a, like there's another uh, girl or a princess or something. And she says, like, Well what's it like to be a vampire? And she said, Well it's it's interesting living forever. And then she said, Well, isn't it sad when all your friends die but you're still around? And then the vampire she's like standing there for like a couple panels just thinking. And then she slightly turns away and says, You shouldn't assume that people have friends or or something And it's like it suddenly is like, Oh, it's really sad (laughs) And then the princess is like trying to calm her down. It's it's so cute looking.
1: I like, I wish, um, more vampire stuff would acknowledge the live forever thing. Cause usually it like shows up is like a, like this amusing factoid about the character. Like, you know, I'm like 4,000 years old, right? I've, I've seen some shit and then they don't really do anything with it. Like, I feel like if you're 4,000 years old, that would fuck you up a bit. Yeah. I feel like it would skew the way you view things. You wouldn't be trying to fuck Sookie. You would, you'd be like, man, my, my priorities are, are way above screwing this blonde chick.
0: I mean, honestly, if I was a vampire and I'm two thousand years old, I'm probably gonna be like Dracula, just sitting alone in a castle, and I'm content with that. Like, you know, like the, the days would just blend together, right? And I like you'd care. like
1: transcend being bored, right? Be like, I can't be bored anymore. I've been, I've, I've been so bored that it, I, I, I don't feel bored. Like you, like become like a fucking monk.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: You just do like philosophy stuff, like you just become like the next big philosopher. But how do you have all these ideas? It's like, well, I've lived for four thousand years and I've seen humans do a ton of stupid shit. This is a really good idea for a
0: story. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, I wrote a, I started writing a D anD D campaign for a uh, my friend and my brother, where they both wanted to play as vampires. So I thought, okay, instead of just your vampire characters and your adventurers. I wanted to make like max level vampires for them. And the setting is they're just two vampire roommates in the one castle. And they've been kind of like keeping to themselves for a thousand years and they don't realize that a thousand years have passed. And then it's like what happens when uh, someone kicks open the doors or something and they have to go outside for the first time.
1: That's a really good idea. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. And I never got to get very far with it.
1: But it's it such a, a fun
0: hook, like I never forgot that, and one of these days I'll write something about it. but the idea was like half funny but then half interesting
1: yeah I, I think that's um there's a lot of brilliant things you could do with that like they they realize like oh, I haven't seen that guy in a while, and it's like it's probably only been like a couple days, and it's been like five hundred years, and they like step out of their their door and like they're you know the castle's like overrun with ivy, and there's like these fucked up monsters that have moved in. It's like, oh man, when did we get a a wildebeest?
0: I mean, I I half want it to just be like, hey, did you get the mail? And it's like, oh, let me check. And then there's like a mountain of mail, like covering where the mailbox used to be. (laughs) Like, I don't know how serious I really wanted to make it, but. Yeah, you could could definitely go a
1: couple different ways with that.
0: Because I also, I have this mental image of them both, like, dressing exactly like the Dracula from Castlevania. It's, like, it's just two guys that dress exactly like that every single day and, like, eat Cheerios. Yeah, Cheerios are good. It's, like, I don't know. There's something, there's there's fun things to do with vampires.
1: One of the things I like about well, the second Underworld movie is that he gets turned into a vampire, like, where he's half vampire, half werewolf. And he goes and tries to eat food, because, like, the idea of drinking blood squicks him out. He's, oh, I don't do that. And he, he cannot process human food. So he eats it, and then he throws up. And that draws attention, and then he's like basically has to drink blood later on, or he's gonna die. Like he's like, you're gonna starve. You need the blood, and like the idea of like you cannot enjoy one of the most you know basic kind of uh, arts of human life, which is cooking and, and candy and you know coffee or whatever. Like all of these things are gone. You you have one thing you can drink for the rest of your life, and it's gonna be great for a bit because you're getting used to it. But eventually, it's gonna be like oh I guess I get to have blood for supper again.
0: Yeah, maybe. I think it depends on if you actually crave it or not. And it's uh I think that's a neat story thing to have like a a desire that you can't satiate. Like that's a that's a compelling kind of thing. It sort of depends on the story you want to. It really does. Like
1: is it like do you want to like are they bored with their existence versus is it a different kind of story? And maybe that's one of the like, the appeals of the characters though it's like you can you can take the basic vampire and just do a lot of stuff with it.
0: Yeah, you really can. You know, we covered a lot of different genres. There's like kids cartoons and romantic comedies and um did, did you ever see that mockumentary? No. There's a shoot, what is it called? Um there's a movie about it's like I think it's is an interview with a vampire. That might be a serious movie, hmm. um, but they it's a it's a documentary where they go to this castle where a bunch of vampires live, and it's like what's a day in the life for an average vampire, and it's just it's this funny kind of a uh, like they they pull from a lot of different tropes. It's like they all they're all uh, roommates in the one castle, and they're not actually related by family. It's just it's a place for vampires to hide. So like, there's a really really old one like the, they call him grandpa and it's like he's behind a big stone tomb and he looks like nosferatu and he doesn't even speak anymore he just hisses and then like they like, okay let's go see jeremy and they open jeremy's door and it's like his bed is spinning on the ceiling while he's like doing three women and he's just i'm busy and he closes <laughs> the door and it's like and, and it, like the main character is this really like wussy guy that does not seem like a vampire and he's just excited that this documentary here. So he's like going around showing everyone, like, oh, and here's here's my room, and here's what I do in the morning. And it's a it's a very cute movie. I wish I could remember what it's called.
1: Um, the only other thing I can think of is that uh, there's a band called Powerwolf, and I've maybe mentioned them before.
0: Oh they... wait, I found it! Yay! Um, what we do in the shadows.
1: Okay, I might have to check that out.
0: Yeah, you, you'd you probably get a kick out of it. I think most of our listeners will.
1: I'm checking it. We didn't cover, like, the movie Fright Night, which I thought was pretty fun. Um, I, didn't, I don't know if it did anything really interesting with vampires, but it was a it was a fun movie. Um, and then Let the Right One In is another, like, I'm pretty sure it was a vampire movie. Have you seen that? No. Um... Pretty fucked up Swedish film. It's a romantic horror film based on a 2004 novel. Screen tells the story of a, of a bullied 12 year old boy who develops a friendship with a vampire child. Um, what is uh, your
0: favorite vampire movie?
1: Oh man. My answer is gonna be really shitty, but it's probably Underworld Evolution.
0: That's fine. There's there's no wrong opinions on opinions are cheap.
1: This is true. It's true. That's like an extra cheap opinion, though.
0: <laughs> Mine is Inside Out. What? That's my favorite vampire movie. Inside Out. Yeah.
1: A Pixar movie. Yeah. About emotions. Yeah. Is it cuz Joy is a is a psychic vampire? Well, I, that
0: movie sucked my soul and I lost the will to live, so I think the movie itself is a vampire.
1: Okay. What do you think about psychic vampires?
0: Uh I again, it depends on the story you want to tell. Um I've never found psychic anything interesting unless it's Mewtwo and Pokemon.
1: Sure. Mewtwo's pretty cool. I remember reading a book. I can't remember the author, but it was like there's a a band, like a rock band, and they somehow became psychic vampires. I think they got bit or some shit, and they didn't realize what was going on. And so, but they'd have to like feed off of this energy, and so they'd feed off it when they played. They would be on stage, and they'd be like sucking the energy out of the uh, out of the audience. And it was like that's the best thing ever. But then outside of that, then they couldn't do that. And I have no idea what the anything else that happened. But that was a story I once read.
0: Oh, there's a really good uh, Penny Arcade Dungeons & Dragons story. I think you can actually get this for free on the website if you know where to look. But they wrote a whole, like, adventure, uh, you know, unit so you could sit down and play it. And the story is, like, wherever your adventures are, uh, in that town, um, someone contacts you and says that their daughter is missing and that they think it has something to do with these traveling entertainers. And as it turns out, there's a traveling road show of these um, performers that are doing a play about vampires, and it's like a romance story, and it's kind of like a parody of Twilight, where there's a vampire and a and a werewolf, and uh, and the the love interest, and blah blah blah. And so, what the players do is they try to interview and investigate all the different actors and figure out if any of them are actual vampires. And, and like, figure out where these missing uh, uh young girls are going. And it's actually, like, it's a funny kind of, hey, let's make fun of Twilight kind of thing. But, again, it's actually a good idea for a game.
1: Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Blade. Blade's pretty fucking cool. Oh,
0: yeah. Blade's cool. And
1: yeah, That's probably all that really needs to be said about Blade, to be honest. And
0: actually, we're coming up on an hour, so maybe yeah. we can wrap up. Oh, we had for- a lot of vampire talk today. From dusk
1: till dawn. It's a fucking sweet vampire movie that you don't know is a vampire movie until the last 20 minutes.
0: Oh, shoot. You know what? I, I think if I ever to make a movie, I would kind of want to do that. Like, have a really bad ending where it just turns out everyone is vampires all along.
1: What I want to do is, like, a really weird, like, porn thing and then end it, like, from a dust till dawn thing where it's like, oh, everybody's having sex, it's kind of weird, but it's a good time. And then you find out like they're all succubuses, except for like the one character who realizes they're succubuses, so he takes a gun and just shoots them all. And so like, instead of like the climactic fuck at the end, it's like just murder for ten pages.
0: No, I want to end my movie with those Michael Jackson cat eyes. <laughs> That's the best way to
1: end anything. Mm. Looking at vampire movies we didn't talk about, 30 Days of Night was a fucking fun one. I don't know that one either. There are so many
0: vampire movies out There, there are a ton.
1: Of. It's basically, it's in Alaska. The sun's going down for 30 days. And vampires come out to, like, ransack this town. And, like, well, we can't depend on the sun to kill them. We have to literally survive, like, a survival horror movie for 30 days. Oh, see, that actually
0: addresses that one thing I brought up. Yes. <laughs> I, oh, man. There's so many... Yeah, the, vampires are a fun genre to explore, because if you tweak the rules a little bit, you can come up with really interesting stories.
1: Yeah, it, it's uh, it's, a, it's a good monster. I don't know if we want to end there on, on It's a Good Monster. I was going to talk now about Powerwolf. Powerwolf have a song about vampires called Armada Strigoi, which, if you're bored, you should go listen to because it it's a fun song.
0: Okay, that's a good recommendation. Um, Should we wrap up with a glad space? We can do that. Okay, did you um you you're telling me about a new uh, a new musical album that you purchased at the at the musical album store?
1: Okay, yeah. Okay, well, I don't want to actually include that one. I want to include something that's coming out in a couple months or a month. So there's a band I stumbled upon called Sypecore. C Y P E C O R E. I think that's how you pronounce it. They're German. Who knows? But it's a melodic death metal band. Some like industrial influences. Is They got a song called The Alliance. It's fucking awesome. So they got an album coming out in February, and I'm really excited. So you should search them and listen to that song and then be excited, too.
0: That's a good one. I want to talk about Superman's underwear. Okay. Did you know it's coming back?
1: In like, part of his costume? Yeah. I don't know... I don't know how if I could ever give a shit about that, I'll be honest.
0: So in Action Comics issue number 1000, he's going to start wearing his red underwear on the outside again. That's so fucking
1: so, stupid.
0: So everybody keep an eye out. It's coming back. I Honestly, I hope they put that into the book, like he's getting dressed. And he has his underwear on and he puts his pants on over it. And then he goes, what am I doing? And slaps his head and like takes his underwear off and puts his pants on, puts his underwear on over that. and goes, okay, man, just Mondays, am I right? And then flies out the door. That would be pretty great. I I, honestly, I would buy that book and frame it.
1: I'll be honest, though. I haven't read Superman in a while because I feel like Tomasi and Gleason have kind of gotten boring with the character. He's
0: always been boring. I hate Superman.
1: There's been some good stuff, like, the, the first, like, I would say 15 or 16 issues that they did were good, because it was, it was, like, Superman the family man, he's, like, hanging out with his kid, he's got his wife, and it's, like, all of this, like, family drama, and it feels like this, like, small town family in Smallville or whatever the fuck they live in right now. But then shit would happen, they gotta go deal with it. But then it's, like, you read, like, issue 30-something, and they get transported to fucking Apocalypse, and Lex Luthor's, like, Superman 2.0, oh. he's got some Iron Man armor on, but it's the same color as Superman's, and Superman becomes a leader of apocalypse yada, yada yada. it's fucking silly it's just it's just it's just gone I don't care anymore yay, so be glad about his underwear and listen to listen to music is is the uh, yeah
0: and hey, next time I put out a poll, give serious answers, you idiots
1: do we actually have like a Twitter thing you did a poll or you just being a goof?
0: No, I put this, um, this is a real poll I put out. It was, um, I asked the question in a World of Warcraft Discord server that specifically only allows Alliance-side pandas.
1: Oh, so this isn't the one I'm in.
0: No, you're not allowed in it. Okay. Uh, but it's a real poll, and I hate both of you. Well, there you go. We should set up, should we set up an actual Twitter. I might get better answers that way, huh?
1: I mean, I don't know if anybody would follow it.
0: So, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon. Um, Mm -hmm. Be sure to post in our subreddit. We have 13 GoFundMes under different names, so it's totally legal. Uh, We have a Facebook page. We have a MySpace page. Uh, Our new YouTube channel is up and running. 15 videos a day, our guarantee. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at um, the underscore Donald at Please uh, I don't know, kill me. I don't
1: know. <laughs> hey Facebook's fixed. Oh, okay. I, I like I clicked refresh and there's like a Confederate flag and someone bitching about politics. And it's like, oh man, I kinda of <laughs> wish Facebook wasn't fixed anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's back. yay. It was it was better when I
1: when it when people weren't doing either of those things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanna go back to my glad space where I was just thinking about Superman's underwear.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I love you everyone. Go go away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bye. Do you
0: ever just kind of sit around and think about the children that you'll never have and just sort of cry.
1: No, I don't. I I okay. think about the children I'll never have and and burst into like spontaneous joy because I never want children.
0: Okay.